You're listening to What the Dev, the weekly podcast of ST Times. And now, here's Dave Rubenstein, Editor-in-Chief of ST Times. Yes, hello, everyone. That's right. This is Dave Rubenstein, Editor-in-Chief of ST Times. Today, the topic is, if you're an um, open-source project, where would you want to bring it? Cloud Native Computing Foundation or the Apache Foundation? Kind of an interesting topic. Uh, here today with Randy Abernathy. He's a managing partner at RxM, which is a cloud-native training and consulting site. Welcome, Randy. Thanks for being with us. Hey, it's my pleasure. Good to see you, Dave. Good. Appreciate that. So, uh, you know, maybe you can uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your affiliation with one or both of these foundations, and uh, and we can dive right into it. Yeah, absolutely. So, um I'm actually a huge fan of the CNCF and of the Apache Software Foundation. Um, my firm sponsors both, and so we're, we're, we're members of both foundations, I guess, as much as you can be on the ASF side. And um, I'm a cloud-native ambassador, so special designation given to mm -hmm. somebody who's um, particularly fanatic on the cloud-native side. And then I'm also a Apache Thrift um, committer and PMC member, so... Big, big fan of the ASF as well. Great. So maybe we can dive right in and talk about the way these organizations are structured and what maybe uh, uh, some of the differences are in the way that they set things up. Sure. Yeah, it, it's really, I think those, the two foundations are both fantastic and wonderful, but are so very different. And a lot of times people don't understand how dramatically different they are and what their, their, their purposes are, are, you know, really driven towards um, how distinctly they, they behave. So the CNCF has a governing board and that governing board is um, populated with members um, of the CNCF and members of the CNCF at the top level, at the platinum level, pay hundreds of thousands of dollars a year for the privilege of being CNCF platinum members. And then if you want to you know, sponsor the conference or something like that, you're going to um, throw in quite a bit more than that. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's a, a, a very costly um, thing to be in the top tier of the CNCF. On the other hand, um, as I recall, when we first started sponsoring humbly, of course, we're a small company. Um, we're not in the mm -hmm. platinum level. We're at the silver level in the CNCF and I think bronze over on the Apache side. But okay. um, you know, we, we, we put out a, a very, very small amount of money um, to be sponsors. And when we were first sponsoring Apache, at, at first I didn't even know it was a thing. And then when I discovered that it was a thing, I found that we were, uh, you know, in a group of maybe 20 or something where there are uh, hundreds and hundreds of sponsors for the CNCF at this point. Mm. And uh, the, the, the ticket price for entry is a, is a lot higher. So I, I looked at one point in time at what the annual budget of the ASF was, the Apache Software Foundation, and right. it was something like three or four million for the foundation that owns Hadoop, that owns Kafka, that owns Spark, you know, mm -hmm. so three or four million bucks annually. And then when you look at the CNCF, I mean, just on the membership dues side, they were well over 30, 40, 40 million, not to mention what they make on their conferences, you know, right. so right. very, very different you know, kind of structures. Mm -hmm. So uh, I know we were talking uh, uh, before we uh, came uh, on the air here, and uh, you were talking about the difference in the levels of, of moving a project through each of the foundations. Maybe you can kind of spell that out a little bit. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, on the Apache front, if you have a project 
and it's open source. And, you know, a lot of times this will come out of like a, a Facebook or a Google or somebody like that, but uh, it doesn't matter as long as it's open source and you can show that there's enough different organizational representation to give it uh, a governance, you know, an, a project management committee that won't be fully controlled by a single company. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll kind of take you in and, and, and help you along. And so as you incubate over um, on the Apache side, you know, you, you learn the Apache way and um, all these sorts of things. And then ultimately you become a top level project if things work out. Mm-hmm. And then the, the last stage is, if um, if nobody's really using the project anymore and all the maintainers have sort of gone away, then the project gets shelved and it ends up in the attic. And so they, they keep it around for people to use if they want to, but it's not really supported anymore. Mm-hmm. On the CNCF side, it's very, very similar, except the that entry-level area is called the sandbox. And so this is, hey, you've got a project, um, and it's cloud-native. Now, this is where it's very different. ASF, anything goes, right? You could yeah. be a messaging system, a data processing thing, a programming language, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. It doesn't really matter. All are welcome. But in the CNCF, there's a technical oversight committee that's established by the governing board and you know votes from the members and so on. And if you are not cloud native, right, which gets defined a lot of different ways, but I like the older definition, which is really simple. It's microservice oriented, container packaged, and dynamically orchestrated. And so if, you, if you're if you not fitting that form, if you don't do something in that ecosystem, then you're mm-hmm. not getting in. Right. But if you do, and they think that you're interesting, they'll put you in the sandbox and they'll mentor you. And then if you get enough um, sort of of the boxes checked around governance and you know diverse support and um, things like that, then you can move into incubation mode, where now you're actually really a CNCF project. And then when you get full maturity, we've got a lot of adoption where you have, you know, um, the, the right kinds of security and governance and all those other things. Then you end up as a, what they call graduated project. Mm-hmm. So top level Apache graduated CNCF. And then there's right. the incubating stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you were working on a project that, you know, checked all the uh, cloud native boxes, uh, why, why would there even be a question of which of these foundations you would bring your project to? It would seem to me that with the more money and the bigger membership and the fact that they're narrowly focused, if I was starting a cloud native project, it would seem to me to be a no brainer to go to CNCF. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love both foundations, but I think you're right. Um, mm-hmm. the, the KubeCon and the CNCF con convention has been the fastest growing convention that any Linux foundation convention under their umbrella, and they have a lot of different sub, you know, pieces under them. (laughs) Um, That's been the fastest growing convention ever under Mm -hmm. the Linux foundation. And that's saying something. The last one that was in person was in San Diego a couple years ago, and there were 30,000 some people there. We were there. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. You know, this is always big. And, and this one they're planning could have as many as 50,000. So maybe 10 or 20 on the ground in Los Angeles, and then another 30 virtually. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to do it hybrid. So, um, you know, that, that really helps you as a project, right? Because you get a booth at these conventions. Um, you got, you know, webinars and um, mm-hmm. you get, you know, a lot of free resources. I mean, Apache Software Foundation, re- you know, projects get a lot of free resources too because many great companies donate 
And a lot of companies, a lot of the top shelf companies like your Googles and, and, and so on are, are sponsoring both of these environments, of course, right. and, and putting projects out into both. Right. So the, the one thing I would say is that it's sort of curious the, the, the cloud native approach started with microservices, right? Mm-hmm. Stateless little services. Yep. And so um, you, you would consume your storage facilities and your database, you know, kind of entities from the platform. And so Kubernetes sort of second wave of functionality was to support those stateful services. And that kind of came out pretty early on, but, you know, and it's been evolving. But, but more recently, people have been moving to this cloud native approach to do big data, data analytics, machine learning, and things like that. And it's a very, very different beast from what we used to have in the Hadoop world where you'd run the services on the machines that had the state. Because in the cloud, you know, the data is stored over here and the compute's over here. And so it's a, it's a different model. And a lot of people are having a tough time fording that river um, right now. But to, still, to some degree, the, the big data, data science, data movement, data storage stuff mm-hmm. lives and breathes on Apache. Spark is an Apache project. Kafka is an Apache project. RocketMQ is an Apache project. Um, and so, you know, that, that's sort of interesting. There, there may be some affinity, you know, um, over there for that type of thing, data science, mm-hmm. analytics, um, you know, and so on and so forth. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a tough call, you know, like where you, would, where you would go. But if you are purely cloud native, I would say that, you know, the amount of benefit and boost you get um, over there on the CNCF side, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Now, curiously, I think the Apache Software Foundation has been taking some notes on you know the successfulness of the CNCF, and they've got all of a sudden they've got this new newsletter with this great outreach. Their website's had a big boost lately. They're starting to do um, you know a lot of interesting things with their convention, ApacheCon, and stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, but I think that they're always going to have this challenge in that they, they just have so many different kinds of projects, right? There's something yeah. like 300 projects over there where, mm-hmm. where CNCF maybe has 20, 30, you know, mm-hmm. 40, 50 at some point. Right. Well, Apache has been around a very long time. True. But it's, it, it's interesting. I mean, I kind of liken it to SD Times, which is our, you know, very broad magazine. We write about everything, like you said, from programming languages to, to data, to architectures, to, you know, site reliability, engineering, all these things. So the advantage, of course, is that when the hot new thing, you know, fades after everybody has jumped on that bandwagon, you know, where do they go? Where, you know, the Apache Foundation and a company like SD Times just keeps chugging along with whatever the next thing is, and it all falls <laughs> into the umbrella. Yeah, true. You know, so it's very uh, true. Yeah, so uh, so I think that that's pretty interesting. I know. Uh, again, as we were speaking earlier, you you had mentioned some shocking differences between the two foundations, and I would love to hear what that was all about. Well, you know that that sort of was my first uh, time considering what the annual revenue of right. the Apache Software Foundation was compared mm-hmm. to the CNCF. You know, yeah. the, the CNCF just in dues, you know, a few years back when it was a much smaller outfit, you know, right. um, it was, you know, 30, 40, 50 million just from the, you know, the, the, the people who were members paying their dues. And mm-hmm. then when you go over to the ASF, not to mention the convention, right, which is bringing in bunches of money and, and so on. And they have a convention right. in Asia, Europe, and the North America. So, the right. three revenue streams there over on the ASF side, I think it was three or 4 million. 
Right. You know, so being around that long, having Hadoop and Spark and Kafka and all these amazing projects, they had $3 million a year to spend. And they were being given lots of things for free, right? Like, you know, they get free Jira and free this and that mm -hmm. from it, and all these other projects and companies help them. But um, right. yeah, still just like, you know, what kind of marketing are you going to do on a $3 million budget versus a 30, 40, 50, 60, $120 million sure. budget? Sure. Is it just the difference in the way that they're set up as far as how their revenue streams are and how, how they collect their money? Yeah, you know, the, the CNCF was established by Google under the Linux Foundation to take mm -hmm. ownership of Kubernetes. Right. And, you know, I'm, I may be speaking out of school, but one could only imagine that if Google kept Kubernetes, right, you never would have had Amazon offering EKS. You never would have had Microsoft offering Azure Kubernetes service, right? And right. because they gave it up and they made it open governance and they let everybody else play ball, it has become the one ring to rule them all. And, mm -hmm. um, that, you know, that, that interest from their standpoint, right? Like, Hey, you know, we know this container stuff. We invented it. Um, right. we, we contributed all the key patches to the Linux kernel. We had Borg, which influenced Kubernetes. And so we're going to run GKE, the Kubernetes engine on Google cloud better than anybody. So mm -hmm. let's make this thing really popular. And, and then we'll, you know, get a windfall from all of that. Um, you know, it had to be, let's promote cloud native, right? That foundation was set up to promote cloud native, to, to actively, not passively, to right. actively promote this cloud native concept and this way of doing things. Yeah. Where Apache is like, hey, you know, we, we love everybody. Just, you got a project, you come here, you know, we'll, we'll help you with the hosting resources, with the testing, you know, with the uh, source code, you know, uh, control and with governance. And we've got a great license that you can adopt that everybody understands. And, you know, and then you be yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you go to ApacheCon, you have no idea what you're going to hear, <laughs> you know, because there's, there's so many different things that could come up. And that's sort of the right. beauty of it, right? It's, right? it's a very different beast. And there's just no way they could do what the CNCF actually is doing because they're not focused like that. Exactly. So, yeah, again, getting back to that uh, earlier analogy, I mean, the CNCF is obviously where all the action is right now, mm. uh, you know, so they, they might yeah. be doing better than Apache on that part of it. But again, once that cools or the next great thing is invented or this just becomes how we do business and people don't need the training and all the other things, they kind of almost like what happens with Agile now where people just like, no, there's, you know, there's no need for a conference. We don't need to. Uh, you know, we all kind of get it where most of us are doing it, you know, so what is there left to talk about? Uh, you, know, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I totally know. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, as, as a firm that uh, is a cloud native, you know, training and, and consulting firm, we're mm -hmm. pretty keen on, you know, <laughs> making sure that we know what the next thing is if it starts showing up. Right. And you know, it's, I, I, I kind of wonder, you know, you can never really tell until after it's all over and done. Right. But, right. but when you're in it, you know, you're sort of blind to some of the things that are happening, but, but I've, we look pretty hard and I think that there's some difference, some fundamental differences here in this whole cloud native thing. Um, there's, there's, there's a, a pretty tectonic shift to the stratification of the infrastructure, you know, and management of all that. And then the application components and, and all that. And because Kubernetes and, you know, the nature of it has been done in such a way that um, you can use upstream Kubernetes. 
you, you can literally use upstream Kubernetes in your own data center. And, and the biggest of the big do that because they have the engineering resources to manage it all themselves. And then the littlest of the little guys can get us at us a service from, you know, from Amazon and Azure and, and all mm -hmm. these guys. And then they get this portability in the multi-cloud and all these wonderful things. There's a lot of, there's a lot of utility in treating it like um, just, just a, truly like a utility, right? Treating it like a, a thing that nobody cares about, right? Just mm -hmm. sort of like Linux. And so you can ask yourself, what's the next big thing after Linux? Is there going to be another thing? I don't know, you know, it sort of seems like Linux. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, sure Kubernetes is. is just like the operating system for your platform, really. Right. And maybe we don't care about it anymore, but I don't know that it's going to go away anytime soon. At right. least that's where I see it today while I'm in the middle of the wave. You know, maybe it breaks on my head in a minute, but... <laughs> No, I, I totally agree with, uh, with that point that they, these things don't go away. They just are not the hot new thing any longer is, right. really, I guess, the, way to, the best way to say that. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's really interesting. I, I would love to uh, perhaps have you come back on the podcast and you know, talk about some of those things that you are seeing down the pike uh, you know, that, you, that uh, you know, might be impacting how uh, we develop and deliver software in the future. Yeah, so, I would uh, love to. Yeah, great. Uh, thanks for being with us here today. Uh, Randy Abernathy, again, Managing Partner at RxM, a cloud-native training and consulting site. Thanks for being with us, Randy. Super fun. Thanks, David. Yep, thank you. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Until next time, again, I'm Dave Rubenstein, Editor-in-Chief of SD Times. So long for now. <laughs>